Hey, this is James, the host of this show, That Thing with James. And I just want to say right off the bat that this episode does get a little bit raw in the middle and most certainly near the end. Um, I have, like over the past month, been having somewhat of a slow, nervous breakdown. And it uh, kind of came out in this episode. But um, it's interesting because at the very end, I talk about something new I learned about how to feel your feelings. I'm sure you've heard that before, feel your feelings, but what the fuck does that mean in practical terms? Um, Well, that's something I learned and share at the very end of this episode. But yeah, I'm, I'm keeping in the raw stuff because it just feels right. And that's all I've got to say. Here's the show. Can you hear it with your ears? Now can you see it with your eyes? Can you feel it wiggling between your quivering thighs? That thing, that thing, that thing with James. Once every millennium, something will come along. When you feel it, you will know it, cause it's coming on strong. That thing, but butter that thing, but butter that thing with James, but butter that thing, but butter that thing, but butter that thing with James. Oh, sit back, relax, deep breaths, no stress. Let me come inside your mind. That thing with James, that's me. Hi. Oh, man, that felt good. Hi. I'm James, and uh, this is my show called That Thing with James, because, well, I'm your host, and my name is James. Here I am, a show by the board, for the board, me to you, straight into your ears and possibly your eyes. If you're only an audio listener, this is on YouTube too, and check it out, because I've been doing some cool stuff with my lights. I got some colored lights, and I'm recording in 2.7K now, and there's been some technical stuff I've been dealing with to try to make that work. But regardless, I'm trying to make the show look a little bit and sound a bit better every single time I record. So, um, I got kind of nervous before starting recording this one. I don't entirely... Well, actually, I do know why. It's because I don't quite know what I'm going to talk about today. And cool thing is, um, that's just kind of how this show is. The show's about nothing in particular. It's more just a hangout between you and me. Hi, how you doing? Your week been pretty good? I hope things are all right. It's been cooling off a bit, but it's been just like perfect kind of a weather outside. Just the temperature's been really nice. And listen to me. I'm filling time talking about the weather because I don't know exactly what I'm going to talk about today. See, I've uh, over the past week, I've bookmarked some stuff on different websites. And uh, I also just finished watching the Netflix live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. And um, well, I've got some I got some feelings about it. Have you ever seen Cowboy Bebop? If you haven't, I encourage you to check it out. If you have Hulu or Netflix, it's on both. And I'm sure you can find it elsewhere because it was one of the first really big anime things to like hit in the US. I mean, before that, really, there was Pokemon and and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Digimon. Uh, Anime wasn't necessarily a new thing at all on the American scene, but as far as like breaking through and like a 
significant culture way outside of like just kids shows like Pokemans and Digimans and Yu-Gi-Ons. Outside of that, as far as like adult kind of entertainment, and I'm not talking about pornography, um, Cowboy Bebop was a big fucking hit. And I remember I started watching it when uh, it started on Cartoon Network. I forget if it came on Adult Swim or Toonami. I, for, I don't remember which block it was, but um, it has for a long time been one of my favorite shows. I, I first heard of Cowboy Bebop when I was maybe in junior high, I, um, I, I had rented a VHS, uh, tape, uh, of the, a VHS copy of the Gundam Wing movie. I don't remember the rest of the title for the movie, but it was Gundam Wing. And I was a big fan of Gundam Wing and Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon. And I would watch, Yu-Gi-Oh! Just when there was nothing else on, really. I uh, wasn't the biggest fan, necessarily, or a fan at all. <laughs> but I would watch it when it would be on. And then and Digimon, I, j- I couldn't even digest that one. I could knock it into Digimon. Well, um, I was a big fan of Gundam Wing. And I used to draw these things, too. I used to draw a lot. So I would draw characters from DBZ or Gundam Wing. Well, anyway... Yeah, I I rented a VHS copy of the Gundam Wing movie, and before the movie started, it had some previews for other animes. One was the the movie for um, The Vision of Escaflone, um, which had a pretty epic trailer for it. And then right after that was another more than just epic trailer. I mean, this thing was... It had so much jazz, literally and figuratively. It was a trailer for the series of Cowboy Bebop. And I just thought, I'm never going to get to see Escaflone or Bebop because in small town, podunk, middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, um, anime is not something that's easy to find. I would luck out sometimes because we had um, satellite TV like um, some like when I started high school or maybe a little bit before we had direct TV and every now and then like once a year you would get say something like stars for free for like either 24 hours or maybe a whole week. You'd get these premium channels, a free trial to them. And late, late, late at night, in the wee hours of the morning, actually, um, they would have anime blocks. And that's where I would watch stuff like Macross. And and I'd seen, I've caught other anime um, prior to that, like in the 90s. Um, not that I went looking for it, but I did first see Dragon Ball Z in the nineties when I was living in New Jersey. Um, and I, I, you know, I didn't know where to go looking for it, but if I stumbled across some anime, uh, I enjoyed it. it. It spoke to me. Um, and I'm a big fan of animation in general, but anime is something special because there's some really good stuff. Uh, and it can accomplish things that you can't really accomplish with live action. Well, um, Cowboy Bebop, I never thought I was going to get to see it. And then come to find out it was going to be on Cartoon Network. So you bet your ass. I watched that show. Not only that, but I was fortunate enough to have a uh, VHS slash VHS writer or VCR writer. Um, So I would get blank VHSs and record every new episode of Cowboy Bebop that came out. Because a lot of times I would be gone because I was in like marching slash concert band in, well, I started in fifth grade and then all all through... uh, up until senior year of high school. Junior year was my last year in band, played trumpet. Um, And I would 
often be gone uh, at a football game, having to play or traveling or something. So I would often miss a lot of the shows that I wanted to see. So I would program my uh, VCR writer to turn on and start recording this particular channel, which would be Cartoon Network, at the specific times that the shows were going to be on. So I would get home late from the away game or whatever, say. Um, My parents would be asleep. I would take a shower, wind down with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a tall glass of milk. I would go to my room and eat and drink and watch Cowboy Bebop that I had recorded. And I fucking loved it. It was one of the coolest things I had ever seen or heard. The music is just iconic by Yoko Kano. So I say all that to say I'm a big fan of Cowboy Bebop. And I was, when I first heard about a a live action adaptation, um, I was like, yeah, as if, as if that's ever going to happen. I heard that maybe like two years ago that it was being adapted for live action, maybe two years ago. And um, then I found out it was Netflix and yeah, and, and, and these cast, few cast members are going to be in it. And I was like, I don't know if this is actually going to happen because this just might get, you know, shut down mid production. So who knows? And I forgot about it. And then earlier this year, I heard that, oh, no, that that live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop you heard about before, it's actually going to come out this year, 2021. And I kind of forgot about it again. And then I started listening to a Cowboy Bebop podcast um, a few months ago, and they were talking about the Netflix show. And so I remembered it again for, I guess, a third time, second or third time. And trailers started getting released for it and everything. And I was like, you know what? I'm not a big fan of some of these trailers they're putting out, but I'm just going to not hold my breath because I don't want to be disappointed because that's Cowboy Bebop. The original is one of those shows which I say, um, not a moment is wasted. Like, you know, it's fine-tuned and detailed and nuanced to perfection, pretty much. And how are you going to adapt that? Like, you're either going to have to stick with the original script or be so good at writing that you can change just enough to make it your own, to make it a, a different sort of standalone kind of thing, um, but also be just as good. But that would need that would require lots of love, lots of soul, lots of nuance. It would need to be dark, like uh, and have a certain groundedness to it because the entire premise and world and everything is so far out. I mean, it spans across our solar system. Um, Let me just say, just an hour ago, I I finished this first season of the new adaptation and I got so pissed off at the final episode. Uh, It was the Ballad of Fallen Angels, which they didn't even call that. It was like the Ballad of Something. And I don't want to spoil it, but let me tell you that the Netflix adaptation did what Netflix does with, like, everything, which is start off kind of strong, have some potential, and then just flatten the absolute fuck out of everything. There's no take out all mystery, take out all nuance, and most certainly remove any soul at all. That's what Netflix does with their shows, and I am sad to announce, in my humble opinion, that the the Netflix adaptation of Cowboy Bebop went flat, lacked soul, lacked the noir that made the show so cool. It lacked a lot of the cool. Um, the actors are 
are good, but they were directed and most certainly written in a way that betrayed the true characters. Well, the characters that were established in the source material. And I found that unfortunate because I just really like Cowboy Bebop. And I, if I, I've been reading mixed reviews, like uh, some people think it's okay. And then a lot of other people fucking hate it. And I get it. It is it's not horrible. It's not horrible. But even if uh, the production is great, like say, even if there's a, uh, a city scene, uh, the background actors and everything, they're not just walking back and forth. I mean, there is detail in, in the setting where that even the background actors look like they were actually doing something like these are real people living their own lives, doing something throughout their day. And I thought that was pretty cool. The show was beautifully shot. Uh, the sound was great. I'm so glad they got Yoko Kano back to do the music. But the story, the writing, uh, and a lot of the direction just went so fucking flat. And uh, and so even if even if one were to just watch this new adaptation and have no prior knowledge of Cowboy Bebop at all. They never saw it, never really heard about it. They just stumble across this adaptation and say, I'm going to check this out. Um, I feel like even then, uh, a fresh viewer might find it kind of flat and lacking a lot of soul. And... Um, the only way I could think that would be remedied is, is if they just stuck the original script to a T, I guess. I don't know how else to, to fix what they've, what they've built with the Netflix show. But um, again, I'm not going to say it's horrible. It's not horrible. I think I would give it a solid C. Yeah. I really wish I had someone else to talk to about this right now. Anyway, so that's going on. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Jesus Christ, we're 17 minutes in and I've been talking about that. Mm, maybe I want to restart. Maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'll just keep going. Okay, so that's my rant about Cowboy Bebop, the Bebop. Bebop. I want to take you now to this thread I found on Twitter that I thought was pretty funny. Um, this was posted November 18th, 2021 at one twelve p.m. by at uh, Burdick Zach, someone named Zach Burdick, whoever the... F who is this? An environmental slash energy reporter at The Hill, co-host of At Stim for Stim, uh, graduate novelist, chief of the Autism Police, Heart in Boston, Body in Pain. Okay, so Mr. Zach posted these pictures that took me on a bizarre rabbit hole. Um, I'm just going to lead you through it, and if you're watching this... I will do, I'll save these pictures and add them into the video, but I'm just going to read this to you. Uh, so he, Zach posts some screenshots. I don't know if he took them or what, um, but it looks to be he screenshotted someone else's tweet. Um, this tweet is from Mothman Expert at Wooby Owner. And they have one of those vector charts kind of thing where, you know, it looks like a window. There's a square and then a cross within the square. And on this vector, on the left-hand side, on the vertical side, um, top row says, does not invest in crypto. Bottom row says, does invest in crypto. And then uh, going horizontally, the left column says 
does not know what cryptocurrency is, and the right column says, does know what cryptocurrency is. And within the vector are images of characters from a show called King of the Hill. So let me walk you through this. We have Hank Hill, who falls under, um, does not know what cryptocurrency is, and does not invest in crypto. And then below that is, oh, geez, what is this guy's name? He's the bald one. Uh, King of the Hill characters. Geez, I can't even remember these guys' names. Uh, oh, Bill. Okay, so Bill uh, does not know what cryptocurrency is, but does invest in crypto. And then we have Boomhauer does know what cryptocurrency is, but does not invest in crypto. And then below him is Dale Gribble, does know what cryptocurrency is and does invest in cryptocurrency. I find this vector chart to be quite accurate. Let me know what you think. Okay, so next to that, in the next image, there is someone who commented on that vector. Um, Alan Carl Nickel at NickelWTF says, I swear that's the lamest animated show on TV, except for that burger thing. What the f- what, what burger thing necessarily? But and, and calling King of the Hill lame? Guy, you got some, like, worms in your brain if you think King of the Hill's lame. Well, Mothman took umbrage and commented, replied to Alan Carl Nichols saying, Yes, I'm sure you're well known for good takes. And below that, um, Mothman, excer- uh, uh, Mothman expert, not excerpt, included a screenshot of his own from the Bakersfield Californian, an article uh, dated September 4th, 2007, updated September 23rd, 2016. And it doesn't have the whole article here, but there's just enough. Let me read it to you. A Frazier Park resident pleaded guilty Tuesday to child pornography charges. Alan Carl Nickel, 60, pleaded guilty in federal court to receiving or distributing the images of child pornography and possessing images of child... And then it cuts off there. Wow. Talk about getting fucking gutted. The guy says, uh, King of the Hill's lame. Mothman replies with an article about this very guy um, being a perv. Jesus Christ. And uh, let me tell you, the comment section on this tweet is just, uh, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. Let me just read it to you. This person says, absolutely bombed into oblivion over the mildest objection to cartoons, LOL. And then, oh, Mothman X expert replied, quote, people should either be caressed or crushed. If you do them the minor damage, they will get their revenge. But if you cripple them, there is nothing they can do. If you need to injure someone, do it in such a way that you do not have to fear their vengeance. Machiavelli. And then someone replied to that with, Machiavelli said stab a bitch. Cliff Notes should hire you. Okay, so the next thread, um, at underscore hate bear posted a lot to take in here. They posted a screenshot of Alan Carl Nichols' own Twitter account. That is, again, at Nickel, N-I-C-O-L-L-W-T-F. Uh, his, his bio says, Too sunless for Twitter. Ex-con monitored, monitored by Fed government. Support rainbow emoji, hashtag XR, hashtag BLM, the bleak, hashtag philosopher. Oh, he's the bleak philosopher. At writer, at blogger, at atheist. Oh, God, this is a 74-year-old hate hashtag class war. See my lists. Uh, lives in Bakersfield, California. Has a website, nickelwtf.com. Born in 1947. Joined Twitter in July of 2017. 
So, like a year after that article was updated. What? Let me check out this guy's website. Nicole. Uh, NicoleWTF.com. All right. I'm going to hold on to that for now. But, um, uh, and, and the image, I'll post this image on, on the video too, uh, is of a old white haired hippie guy, white guy. And, uh, let me tell you, I, I had a neighbor in the not too distant past who, fortunately is not as much of a perv as Mr. Alan Carl Nickel. Um, he, but, <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, the R slash atheist vibe of the old man definitely applied to this person of whom I speak and of whom I shall share no further detail. Thank you very much. Um, let's keep going. So there was that screenshot of Alan Carl Nichols bio, and then someone posted this. There appears to be a, oh, wow, uh, a screenshot of something that Mr. Nickel wrote. Let's see here. Oh, does it link to his WordPress? No, it doesn't. Okay. So now this one's really going to require you to watch the fucking, well, I, maybe I'll include this on the album artwork, but, um, for this, I really encourage you if you're, if you're just an audio listener, come back and watch this on YouTube because there's a whole visual element I, I like to add to this show. Uh, and if you have never seen it, man, uh, I'd love for you to check it out. Um, and you know, while I'm stopped, why don't I do my business real quick? Uh, if you are so inclined and if you want access to uh, a bonus episode, I, I put out one new episode, bonus episode every week, um, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. It would mean so much to me. Um, and uh, it would definitely give me the boost of confidence and courage to try to keep this show going and make it even better, you know, go out and pursue new avenues. But uh, anyway, what am I saying? God, I'm just so off right now, dude. I'm so off with this episode. Let me let me try that again. Uh, consider becoming a patron. Oh, let's try that again. Uh, if you would like access to a weekly bonus episode every damn week and access to all previously recorded and released bonus episodes of the show, uh, please become a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. It would mean a lot to me. Um, and it would also give you something extra as well. And also the bonus episodes are very fun, very fun. I, I worry that um, these episodes, like the one you're watching right now, are dull. I'm afraid that I'm boring you. But, you know, I'm bored. I'm doing this. Hopefully this is reaching to you, and hopefully you're bored and lonely enough to to watch this show and like it, or maybe you actually like me and what I talk about. Um, I'm often very uh, self-conscious that I don't have a particular niche for this show. You know, my, I, I just hope that I can get by on um, having more than just personality or just get by on my good looks. Whatever the case may be, um, I hope you enjoy this show. And if you do, um, yeah, please consider becoming a patron. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. I feel so embarrassed right now. Um, and also, um, become a follower on my social media. My handle is at James J. Asher. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok. I'm great at posting. I've been a internet nerd since way before it was the cool thing. Um, at James J. Asher. That's my handle. If you have a suggestion for a story or a subject you would like me to cover on the show, send me an email at thatthingwithjames at gmail.com. You 
You can also ask to be a guest on the show or if you want to have me as a guest or if you want me to like give you some anonymous advice on the show, that thing with james at gmail.com. And I also have a subreddit, r slash that thing with james. And you can post there. It's open. You, You can share stuff for me to cover on there. Anyway, back to this. So this guy, Alan Carl Nickel. Um, let me just read this to you. It looks like an article he posted on his website. The title is Kick Me, A Lifetime of Humiliations by Alan Carl Nickel. Um, copyright 2018 by Alan Carl Nickel. All rights reserved. Let me see if I can make this any bigger. It's kind of small. Okay. So there's that. I am the world's worst clown. And there's an image of Alan dressed up and face painted like a clown. And below that, it says Alan Carl Nickel as quote unquote dimples circa 2005. Oh my God. Oh my God. So this dude's a freak. He's a kitty freak. And he's also a clown who I'm sure performed at birthday parties. What the absolute fuck guy. Let's read what this says. Okay. Quote, I got into clowning for a number of reasons, none of which are perverted. Oh my God, really, God? And then in parentheses, though the dick has its reasons, which reason does not know, exclamation mark, close parentheses, Jesus Christ, let me read that again. I got into clowning for a number of reasons, none of which are perverted. Though the dick has its reasons, which reason does not know. Oh my god, this guy did not fucking learn. Oh my god, this is disgusting. It saddens me to see what has happened to the culture's view of clowns in recent decades. People seeing a clown now are uh, first likely to think, quote-unquote, killer. Uh, if, If it's you, yeah, dude. The closing of circuses is, on the whole, probably a good thing because they were hell on large animals, which includes employees. Jesus. I like children. Oh, I like clowns. And I once had a vision of being a professional musician. In junior high, for some career thing, um, Caesar and I did a presentation, a dialogue about being a professional musician or magician. I keep wanting to replace it with something not so fucking weird. So a clown or a magician, and he's also a kitty weirdo, um, a professional magician. I knew nothing about it. The presentation was notable only because I used a magician's gimmick called the Jar of Tantalus. This seemingly then, wait, wait, this ridiculous little red plastic pear-shaped jug allows you to pour out all the water seemingly and then pour out all the rest and then some more and so on. Oh, I know what that thing is. Cute then, painful to contemplate now. I can't imagine how lame our dialogue was, but I know we didn't, uh, by design, talk about the trick I was doing. The jug impressed the audience, however. Around 1987, I was docenting at Eaton Canyon Nature Center in Pasadena. My boss was flexible and forgiving for one reason, but quote-unquote co-workers complained. And then that's the end of that. Um, so this this guy is... Um, he he's a he's a deep thinker. He's a r slash atheist. He's a man of science. He is a a clown who is also a, a philosopher, a deeply conflicted philosopher that you know society can't really handle. Um, and he also got busted for having. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it anymore. Not after the first thing. He got busted for having some uh, content he really shouldn't have. No one should really have and really should at all. Um, so this guy's a fucking piece of work. Uh, let's 
Let's check out his website, all right? This is nickelwtf.com. Um, okay, there's some really, really ugly... Uh, the background on this website is just very ugly uh, watercolors of like a fish and a turtle. And I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be underwater. Uh, there's a picture of Alan. And then, oh, looks like... Oh, it's like a blog. Okay, all right. Um, it says here at the front of the front page, uh, the end is near. I grew up in The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet and The Bomb. Now I find myself in George Orwell's worst nightmare. We're turning Eden into hell. This site is monitored, monitored by the federal government because I am an ex-con. I call myself the bleak philosopher, but my name is Alan Carl Nickel. Background painting by Natalie Belikova. Wow, I wonder how Natalie feels about having her artwork on this fucking weirdo's site. Let's keep scrolling. This is just sh talking about Schildenfreude. Uh, let's see. In my skin novels. Does this guy have any writing here? My new novel. For prison books. What is on this website? There's like tasty words, verbs. What is this? His website is just so... There's nothing here. Okay. Or what does this say? Tasty words. Verbs by Alan Carl Nickel. Copyright uh, 2018 by Alan Carl Nickel. All rights reserved. So he's really concerned that someone's going to steal his work because it is fucking brilliant and misunderstood. Much like me and my show, except I'm not a fucking weirdo like this guy. All right. It says, I can't explain what tasty words are or say what they're good for, if anything. These are words that I found tasty in meaning sound or printed appearance. Take a look and think about how this list might be useful to you. Sometimes I find it interesting for a while to simply and casually read the list. So far, nothing productive has come of this except one poem, but I think it might stimulate more poems if I give it a chance. Here's a link to a five-column PDF version which omits this introduction for convenient printing and viewing. The, a few of these words may be non-standard coinages or normally part of a phrase. There's not much slang, alas, which reflects the dictionary I use to compile this list. I'd appreciate being informed of errors in spelling, etc. I noticed that some nouns have crept in, at least one more list to follow. The PDF doesn't include this introduction. So, um, and then he just posts verbs that he likes abhor abominate abscond addle amble ambush bamboozle beard befuddle begrudge bellyache besmirch bilk blabber blaspheme blather blither bloat blub bludgeon bluster bodge boggle bonk boogie bray bristle bulldoze bumble burdle Burble, bur, I've never heard of burble. Cackle, cadge, cajole, canoodle, capsize, cadcall, cotterwall, cavort, cheese off, burr, cherry pick, shivy, chortle, chuck, chuckle, clamor, cluck, oh, clamber, clamor, clangor, curb crawling, dabble, doddle, diddle, dilly dally, dissect, dither, daughter, dog, doghouse, doldrum, dollop, doodle, dote, double speak, double think, downshift, drawl, dribble, Drip, feed, drizzle, jewel, dumbfound, eavesdrop, ebb, absconce, or ensconce, eschew, eyeball, phase, festoon, flabbergast, flack, flounce, fluster, foist, flo foment, frazzle, fret, frig, frizz, 
Frog March. Hmm. Frolic, froth, fumble, gabble, gal- galumph, gape, garble, gaslight, gawk, geek, gibber, glut, goat, grapple, gobble, goggle, grimace, grub, guffaw, headbutt, hobble, hobnob, holler, hoodwink, hoof, hunker, immolate, intone, inveigh, inveil, uh, invoke, irk, jabber, jangle, jawbone, jeer, jiggle, jing, Joggle, judder, juggle, jump, start, kick, start, kneecap, kowtow, lampoon, lays, lol, lollop, marauder, metal, miscast, mish, miss hit. <laughs> it looks like miss shit, miss shit. Molly coddle, morph, molder, mulch, uh, wait, mulked, mulked, munch, muse, mutilate, mutter, mystify, natter, nay, nest, nestle, nettle, uh, N-I-C-K-E-R. Knicker. Okay. N- I don't... That, that word's not the word I don't, I'm trying to avoid, but I, it's too close sounding. I'm not going to say that. Nimble, nudge, nuzzle, obfuscate, ogle, oink, opt, oust, outclassed, overact, paddle, parrot, pelch, perch, perplex, pester, pettifog, phoebe, out, pickle, pigeonhole, piggy bank, pilfer, pinball, pinch, ping pong, plague, plaster, pluck, plunk, pock, pounce, pout, prance, prat, prattle, prod, projectile, vomit, prowl, Psych, pucker, pule, pummel, purge, purr, pussyfoot, quaff, quash, quaver, quell, quench, quiver, rabble, railroad, ramble, rankle, ransack, and rant, rasp, rave, ream, reckon, recoil, regrelish, wretch, riffle, rifle, loose, roost, rubber, neck, ruffle, rummage, rut, sandblast, sachet, saunter, scamper, scandalize, scoff, scold, scorch, scrabble, scram, scrawl, screech, scream, Scrimp, scrounge, scrunch, scrud, scupper, scurry, scuttle, swear, seer, seethe, seize, silly, shally, shilly, shally, shimmy, shirk, sheek, shriek, shrivel, shrug, shudder, shuffle, sidle, simmer, some simper, simper, simp, simp, simper, single, sizzle, skate, skedaddle, skewer, simp, skimp, skirl, skirmish, skitter, skulk. Skyrocket, slag off, brr, uh, slam, slash, slather, slaughter, slaver, slice, slink, slither, slobber, slog, slop, slosh, slouch, slow cook, slurp, smash, smear, smirch, smooch, smother, smolder, smirch, so many ashes, snarl, sneak, sneer, snicker, sniffle, snipe, snivel, snooker, snoop, snooze, store, snort, Jesus, sigh, these asses, snub, snuff, Snuffles, snuggle, sore sob, soft soap, soothe, spank, spatter, spawn, speckle, spew, splatter, splay, splinter, splosh, splurge, splutter, sponge, spong, spoon feed, spread, eagle, sprinkle, sprint, spritz, spurn, spurt, sputter, squander, squash, squawk, squeak, squeal, squelch, squinch, squirm, squirt, squish, statter, stammer, stave, steamroll, sterilize, stew, stew. So many s's stifle, sting, stipple, stomp, stoop, straddle, strafe, straggle, strangle, stray, stew, stride, stroll, struggle, strum, strut, stub, stullify, stump, stump, stun, stupefy. I'm fucking stupefied by all these s's stutter, stymie, succumb, suck, sunbathe, swagger, swindle, snipe, swirl, swish, take away, tamp, tamper, tantalize, tattle, taunt, teeters, thrash, thrash. Rob, throttle, thrum, thwack, thwart, tinker, tinkle, tiptoe, titillate, toddle, topple, totter, tussle, trapes, trample, transfix, trawl, tremble, trickle, troll, troop, trounce, trudge, trundle, tumble, tussle, tweak, twiddle, twine, twiddle, oh, twinkle, twirl, twist, twitter, typecast, usurp, vacillate, vamoose, vaporize, veer, veil, venerate, veto, vex, vilify, waddle, waffle, waft, waggle, wail, Wallop, wallow, wander, wane, wangle, warble, warp, waver, waylay, mean, wedge, weld, welter, wend, whack, wham, whap, wheedle, wheeze, wet, whimper, whine, whinny, 
Oh, whiny, whip-wash, whirl, whirr, whisk, whisper, whistle, whistle, whiz, whomp, whoop, whoosh, whop, wield, wiggle, wilt, wince, wink, winkle, winnow, wisecrack, wither, wobble, womanize, wolf, wound, wrangle, wreck, wreathe, oh, wrench, wrestle, wriggle, ring, wrinkle, rither, yak, yammer, yap, yawn, yop, Yearn, yell, yelp, yield, yodel, yol, yowl, yo, yo, zap, zing, zip, zonk, zoom. Not gonna lie, it's a pretty good list. Pretty extensive. Why did he write all that? Uh, why did he write all that? Wait, are, are other people writing on this? Are other people writing on his website? Self mastery. What is this? Okay, so here's something else by Jill Bolt Taylor. Oh, this guy's last name's Nickel. Author's Diary, Self Mastery, Play and Writing, Black Widow, Office Killer with Carol Kane, Strange Girls and Other DVDs, Hallmark Nonsense, Four Brains in Our Heads, Copyright 2021, Text Only, 11-1-2021. Um, so, oh, this month, November 1st, 2021. Wait, 210.2 at 7 a.m., what the fuck? Had four dates at 2 a.m., no nausea, so I'll be having dates and apple juice for breakfast the next day, uh, uh, November 2nd. Wait, 210.6 at 7.20 a.m. Still recovering from Halloween's unpleasantness and so feeling self-indulgent, I watched four movies on DVD yesterday. I watched The Office Killer, 1997, and others from the package, quote-unquote, Midnight Horror. Okay, starred, starred Carol Kane, one of my favorite... Okay, this is... Um, this is boring me, okay? Um... Wow. Wow, this this episode just feels like a total mess. Should I t totally record re-record this? It's been 40 minutes. Um fuck. So, uh yeah, that that happened. That's a thing that happened. Um Well, you know, I looked around on the rest of that website and um there's not really much else. I mean, there's a lot there, but nothing worth really focusing on. I just thought that was fucking weird. Um, God damn. This does not feel like the, the greatest episode. I'm having a rough one with this. So, um, God damn it. James, come on, dude. So, yeah, that's that dude... Uh, Carl Nickel, whatever the fuck, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Alan Carl Nickel. Um, weird guy. Just thought I would share that. I thought it was fucking funny when I read it. Like funny and, and disturbing. The guy is disturbing to me. But uh, totally unrelated. If you want access to an extra bonus episode, which today I'm going to be reading some more fun stuff off of Reddit for the bonus episode, uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Uh, you can get access to the one new bonus episode I put out every week, plus access to all the other previously recorded and released bonus episodes. Plus it would just mean a lot to me personally. Uh, if you became a patron you know it starts at five bucks for a whole month and you get access to all this stuff um and yeah if you want to do that patreon.com slash that thing with james very convincing i'm sure um and uh if you have uh, a suggestion for a story or or a subject you would like me to talk about on the show email it to me at that thing with james at gmail.com um and you can like request me and like if you want to talk to me on your show or something, or if you want, if you're interested in being a guest on my show, send me an email. If if you are in need of some advice or face with some kind of quandary, I can try to answer to the best of my knowledge and wisdom and keep you anonymous. Send me an email. That thing with James at gmail.com. I'll read it and I will reply. Um, or 
You can also slide into my DMs or just check out my fire posting game on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Although I've not been on Instagram or Facebook much at all recently, but um, my handle on all those is at James J. Asher. I've been having fun with TikTok, making little videos at James J. Asher. Uh, and you can also post and check out posts on my subreddit, which is r slash that thing with James. Um, I'm wrapping this show up right now and I'm going to recharge the camera for the, uh, bonus episode, but I want to leave you with this. I recently came across this interesting, um, uh, infographic. Um, that described how to properly feel your feelings. So just something to think on. So how does one feel their feelings? It's kind of vague and sort of impractical, don't you think? The suggestion to feel your feelings. We'll try this on for size. If you start feeling a certain way, say, if you start feeling anxious or angry, your brain starts telling you a story, and it might be a story that it often repeats. Um, Instead of just feeling the feeling of like, oh, I'm angry, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling anxious. Instead of just that, and instead of linking into the story you're telling yourself, because that would just be thinking your feelings, and feel instead your body, like your literal physical sensations. So if you're feeling anxious, maybe feel your body like, are you, do you have some tension in your shoulders, in your neck? Is there a knot in your stomach? Surely there will be there. If you're feeling not great, you're going to feel some sort of tension or sensation resonating, reverberating, vibrating in your body, in your very literal physical body pinpoint that feeling, label it, say, there's a knot in my stomach, or my shoulders are tense, and then focus on that physical sensation. Don't focus on the story in your head. Don't focus on the fact that it's like, oh, I'm nervous, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. Focus on the physical sensation of the tension in your shoulders, and go into it, breathe into it, into that that physical discomfort, that physical pain, go into it. And then eventually it will, sooner than later, honestly, once you start doing it, dissipate. It will pass and you will have survived. So when someone tells you to feel your feelings, that's what they really mean is feel your body. Get very literal because it'll get you out of your head get you out of that story spin. Anyway, that's it. Again, consider becoming a patron, patreon.com slash that thing with James. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. And I'll catch you next time. And hopefully I'll be feeling better next time. Um, <laughs> bye. <laughs>